Father, could you tell the servants to get the camels ready? I'll just be a few more moments. Oh, and could you tell Sarah that I still think she's the most beautiful woman in the world? Oh, hello. Sarah told me that some people from the community were going to be gathering to say goodbye to us. So thank you for coming. I didn't expect for there to be so many people, but I'm glad you're here. You know, life is kind of funny sometimes, isn't it? The one moment you're settled, you're comfortable, you're thinking about retirement and buying that property on the Persian Gulf, and the next minute you're getting ready for a trip, a trip that I never imagined that I would be making, not in a million years and certainly not at my age. Well, allow me to introduce myself. My name is Abram, which means the father is exalted. I'm 75 years old, but I feel as strong and fit as any man, the way I use the staff. And I see the inquisitive, questioning looks in your eyes, and you're saying, Abram, what's going on? Why is it that you're leaving this place? So perhaps to better explain this, perhaps if I tell you a little bit of my story, just maybe you will come to understand why it is that I'm leaving this place. So shall we start here? Welcome to my home. This is reminiscent of a lot of homes here in this city. This is the courtyard, it's airy and cool, and there's rooms on either side of the courtyard. The bedrooms are up top on the second floor, and they overlook the courtyard. And can you imagine? Some of my rich neighbors, the technology, some of my rich neighbors even have sewage systems in their homes. Can you believe that? What don't homes have nowadays? So some of you are saying, well, well, um, Abram, you have a great home. Why is it that you're leaving? Well, please know, and let's be very clear, that I'm not leaving because I'm in search of a better home. I'm not leaving because I think I can find some better accoutrements and you know, more comfortable surroundings and a more luxurious place. That's not why I'm leaving. In fact, I'll probably never be able to have as beautiful a home as this one. I'm also honored. And I live in one of the most magnificent cities called Ur, which is rivaled only by Babylon to the north of us. And this city, as many of you know already, Great ships come up from the Persian Gulf and they cross into the Euphrates River and they come trading spices and goods. Some of the great caravans of earth, they leave here and they go north and west and down to Egypt and they trade and when they return, of course, they come back bringing knowledge of other cultures and other customs. We have amazing stadiums and libraries here, so let's also be very clear. I'm not leaving because I'm looking for a better city than this. Not in a physical sense, anyway. Because this city, I mean, just 
none other can rival except Babylon. And perhaps you can tell by how I'm dressed, but I've also been greatly blessed financially. Is it okay to say that I'm wealthy? I have well over a hundred servants. I have extensive flocks and herds. And I want you to know that I do not make this decision lightly because it means all of us, the whole pack, all of us servants, this whole crew is going to be moving. This is the only home they've ever known. This is the only place they've ever been. We've all built up a lot of memories in this place, in my home, in this city, so it's a little bit difficult for them to leave, but I'm grateful that they're willing to follow around this older man. So why, Abram? So many of you are asking, why are you leaving? Everything seems like it's set and ready for you. You have an amazing home. You live in an amazing city where you can call up anything you want. You have wealth. You have prestige. You have respect. I am, in a sense, almost as a prince of the people. So why would you give all of that up, especially at your age? You're 75 years old, Abram. This is the time in which people begin to slow down, perhaps, and they get a little more comfortable, perhaps, and shouldn't you be thinking about retirement? And how about that property on the Gulf Coast that you had been talking about, Abram? So why are you leaving? I suppose I should tell you a little bit more. As you know, this city of Ur is one that is dedicated to the worship of many gods. As a matter of fact, if you look off into the distance, you'll see that great ziggurat temple dedicated to the moon goddess Nana. The Tower of Babel, heard of that one? It's also a ziggurat. So every day when I wake up, I am reminded that I live amongst a people that have completely forsaken worship of God and have completely sold themselves out to other idols. By the way, you know what a ziggurat is, don't you? A ziggurat is basically an artificial mountain that represents man's attempt to try to save himself. It's man's attempt to get as far away as possible from God and any kind of governing control, if you will. It's man at his worst saying, I can do this completely on my own. I have a daily reminder of that. But can I show you something else? Something that many of you have in your own homes. Does that look familiar to you? Don't deny it. Don't deny it. In fact, my father, for so many of you, has made these. He's taken hammers and chisels 
and gold and silver and jewels. And he has personally, at your request and at your behest, has fashioned idols for you and your family. So in my city, idols abound. But what's really, really difficult for me is that even in my own family, I love him, my father Terry, but even in my own family, he is one that has dedicated his life to promulgating the worship of other idols. But ever since I was young, I felt that God was perhaps calling me to something different, to live a pure life. I felt that God was calling me and beginning to reveal to me and help me to have an understanding of his will that, there, we, do not, that we should not be worshiping these false idols, these false gods, but that instead we can be worshiping the almighty creator God of heaven and earth. That's who we should be worshiping. But a few weeks ago, something happened to me that made my decision completely firm. It completely cemented it in my mind. Do you want to know what happened? It was a typical morning as I went out to pray like I normally do. And I was in the field when suddenly, as it were, I heard God's voice speaking to me. Go. Go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. Here's the question. What do you do? When God calls you to do something you've never done before. And God was calling me to leave this. God was calling me to leave my family. God was calling me to leave everything that I've ever known to go amongst the people that I've never met, to try to learn a language that I've never spoken, to go in places where my feet have never trod. The question is, what do you do when God calls you to do something that you've never done before? Here's what you do. You take your hand and you lift it up to the heavens and you grab onto the hand that is outstretched in your direction and you take hold. And you let God lead you wheresoever he would lead you. Because I've discovered that the very best place on the planet to be is wherever God is. 
Now, I hope you understand what kind of sacrifice this means for me. I have a guaranteed inheritance right here in my father's house. But God is saying, you're going to leave all that because I I have a different kind of inheritance for you. And it's not like I have some large family, by the way, traveling with me. No, I just... Some faithful servants. But as some of you may know and recognize that children are almost like a security blanket of sorts. They're the faithful ones who will then take care of us in our old age. And yet God is saying that he's going to use me to be a blessing to all nations. I don't know how I was going to do that. But God also revealed to me something so powerful. That God wants to use me, little old me, to bring hope to these distant lands. God wants to use me to tell countries that we should not be worshiping these idols of wood and gold and silver, but instead that we can be worshiping the almighty creator God that actually wants to have a personal relationship with you and with me. God also revealed to me that the promised Messiah was to come from my lineage. I think God has been speaking to you too, though, hasn't he? God is speaking to somebody here today. And somebody here today is perhaps on a career path or you're trying to go into a career path that you believe will grant you honor and success and wealth. But if you continue in it, it will only serve to draw you away from God and lead you into temptation. And God is calling you today to leave all those things that will take you far from him. I'm speaking to somebody today who is in a relationship or trying to get into a relationship with someone who you find beautiful and attractive or handsome, but that you know and perhaps your family knows and perhaps your friends know that if you continue in this relationship or if this relationship actually begins, it will only lead to the downfall of your own character. They will lead you away like an idol, away from God. So what should you do? It's a question, isn't it? I mean, what do you do when God calls you to do something that you've never done before? You reach up and you take hold of that mighty hand that is outstretched to reach yours and you walk with him wheresoever he would go. But beyond that, I've heard something really interesting about you all. I've heard that God also wants to use you to bring hope here, hasn't he? God has been calling you to gather your friends and your families together, to gather your fellow students and your neighbors and your coworkers, and to gather them because I hear that a great message of hope is to come unto this city very, very soon. 
And some of you are saying, Abram, but I'm a little bit scared. Because Abram, I'm not a prophet or a preacher. I don't know how to do all of those things, but please do not be afraid. Only remain holding on to that almighty hand of God and he will bless you and he will be with you. Before I go, can we make a covenant together right now? You, you be faithful to bring this message of hope here. And I, I will be faithful to bring that message of hope over there. Because I fear that our eyes will never again meet. So will you be faithful and accept that covenant? I pray you would. So do I know what is going to meet me on my journey? I really don't. I don't know what burdens I'm going to be asked to bear. I don't know what trials I'm going to encounter. I don't know what temptations I'm going to be faced with. I don't know what sacrifices even I may be asked to take. But this I know, that God has spoken and his servant will obey. And this I know, that there is no better place on earth to be but that place where God is, wheresoever he would lead us. Could I just bless you before I go? May the God whom I have served all the days of my life be with you all the days of your life. Amen.